This episode of Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is sponsored by Shadow Boxes by James. Combining the love of arts and crafts with comic books and collecting, Shadow Boxes by James is the perfect gift for every fanboy and fangirl in your life. Visit shadowboxesbyjames.com and use the promo code NOTALLPODS, that's all one word, for 15% off your purchase today. And now for the podcast that actually has a sponsor. Not all podcasts wear capes. So T, you nailed it. We got a sponsor. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wow, it's like we're we're that what you know, one inch closer to legitimacy in yep. our our podcast. We're like four steps away from quitting our jobs and doing this full time. <laughs> yeah, but see those those steps are are it'll take us uh, <laughs> those are like a thousand mile wide steps before hey, we do that. Hey, it, uh, it only took us uh, it took right. us a little bit over a year, but yeah, we, yeah. we finally got a sponsor. We got so, a sponsor. Uh, How long have we been recording this podcast? It's been a year. When yeah, we started start? April 2019, I think. Right, right. Well, we did it right before Avengers Endgame, right? Oh my gosh, that that's right. Right. I was in it was in that's right. I was in California. Yeah, right. For, right. For Endgame. Right. Oh wow, it's right been before. a year. One year. Do, yeah. do we have a date? We need to have like a. I we guess gotta this look is that more... up. We, we missed our anniversary. Happy anniversary, buddy. The anniversary episode. Happy anniversary <laughs> episode. One year. Oh wow, uh, that 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 went by quick. All right. So yeah, our sure, our sure our sponsor, did. our sponsor. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's give him a shout out now. Uh, right, Shadowboxbyjames.com. Exactly. Shadow Say it again. Boxes I was by... talking over. Yeah, I'm talking over you. Shadowbox yeah. by James. Shadowboxbyjames.com. Yeah. Com. So, uh, so James is somebody who I kind of met, and he uh, he does some really really cool stuff. And with the whole quarantine and everything going on, I haven't been able to come see you and, and see your son. You know, we've been doing this, this social distancing thing and everything like that. And I've been thinking about something to send you, and your little guy's growing like a weed man so i yeah, figured yeah, right. close with something that was a little bit he's if, out wait he's out now yeah, yeah. i saw him right, exactly. i saw him like looking at a one-year-old i you know i saw him he like outweighs he's 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 four months and he outweight classes a four-year-old like like a heavy weight to a bantam weight it is ridiculous yeah, it's, it's crazy it's he's, crazy he's, gro- he's growing out of one yeah he's he's growing he's like one year close already he's it's crazy yeah so um so I was trying to think of what to get you, and then I happened to come across uh, James's stuff, and he had an awesome Star Wars. Like, basically, what he does is shadow boxes that are kind of like uh, comic book covers, almost. And so, what a, a shadow a box really cool is, Star right? Wars one, yeah, right. So, so shadow box, it's like this framed. It's like a framed picture, but it has like this uh, two and a half D depth to it. So it's like a, a flat two-dimensional image. But what 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 this guy does, he 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 cuts every, I guess he cuts it out all in Photoshop and then he arranges it and then he can like puts like just like maybe a centimeter between the layers. So when you're looking into the shadow box and it has a deep frame, it has like it's a it's a really cool, you know, sci-fi superheroic images. He does a lot of popcap stuff. But when you look at it, it has depth. And yeah, you know, I really wasn't ex- right. And I wasn't expecting this. Anthony was keeping this grass spade, was keeping this quiet. So it came and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And then it was like for my son. And I'm like, what? 
<laughs> and, my, and my wife was like, no, that's for your son and the stickers. There were stickers there too. And he goes, that's for your son too. <laughs> you can't have it, but it's really cool. We're putting it up in the nursery. So the, the one that, that, um, that, uh, that spades kids got for my kid, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, um, a cover of a star Wars, Marvel star Wars comic book. And it's just really cool. Cause it's like, Who's on the cover? It's like Luke, original, Leia, and original Han, right? Series, original series, Luke, Han, and Leia. And what happens is it seems like it's like right after Star Wars uh, uh, 77 and then right before Empire Strikes Back. And if you, and it's like that's a, that's a kind of look to it. And it, and it looks, it's, it's really, really, really cool. It's really, really cool. I was like, thank you, Spade. It was, that's wonderful. No, no, no problem. No problem. Yeah. Happy, happy to, to do that. But yeah, yeah. that's not even the best part. So James, the awesome guy that he is, he did two things for us. Number one, he gave us a discount code. So if anybody goes to shadowboxesbyjames.com or if you go to etsy.com and look them up, shadowboxesbyjames, and use the discount code NOTALLPODS, you're going to get a 15% discount on anything that he's selling right now. So definitely go check him out. If there's something you like, you need a gift for somebody, definitely absolutely do it. And but, any fan boy or girl in your life and, you know, they, they like any kind of, you know, uh, uh, genre media, that any kind of stuff that we cover, I mean, comic there's books, a bunch movies. Of, there's yeah. a bunch of stuff on there. And, you know, and like, there's a bunch of stuff on there. And he does custom stuff too, right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's such a good point, T. So, so James, the awesome dude that he is, made us a custom not all podcast uh, wear capes shadow box. So th this is so the fun cool. part. Yeah, it's it's the coolest thing. I mean, we we love it. I mean, yeah, and I, you I, guys I, I've might only like seen it, it, but we and love this it. Is the, and when you go onto the website, if you take a look at it, you can't really perfectly visualize it because it's a little tough with pictures because it, you know the photographs don't grab that three dimensional quality of it. Right. So, so, um, so, but I, you know, Anthony can take a picture so I can see what it really looks like, but you have to kind of like see one in person to really imagine it, you know, but it was really great with the, um, with, uh, 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 you know, our logo with the hero flying through the sky and during sunset kind of thing. It's just like, uh, it looks great. Yeah. Oh no, it does. It looks awesome. And, and the best part about it is we're giving it away to a listener giveaway we're gonna what? do a giveaway so do a giveaway. so here, here's the rules okay so we're, we're gonna come up with three trivia questions over the next three episodes that we do not, not this, this episode yeah, yeah not this not one. this starting... episode but starting the next episode we're gonna come up with a question per episode and then at the end of the third episode so essentially the fourth episode that we record we'll announce the winner we're gonna we'll give the exact rules next episode but it'll be uh, the first, we'll, we'll give one question each episode and the first person to answer all three, right? Right. But but here's how you enter yourself, okay? So when this episode drops, if you're listening right now, we're going to post a picture on Instagram of the shadow box. You need to go on Instagram and like the picture of the shadow box. Right. And you need to follow us on Instagram at Not All Pods and follow us on Twitter at Not All Pods. So right. we're gonna. So if you come in and you like, right? If you swing in, you like, you know, three episodes from now, and you're like, oh, I got them all right, and you're not like not following us. I'm like, come on, man. 
Yeah, right. The first thing you gotta do, <laughs> like I said, follow us on the two platforms. Right. So we're gonna follow use on Twitter the- and Instagram to actually pr- promote and who wins the contest. So right, right, right. Um, like it, like the photo on Instagram. That's basically gonna get you into uh, the competition, and then we're gonna post the, the trivia questions on Twitter, and then the first person to answer them right, all three of them over the course of time, we're gonna come up with the winner, and then we'll announce it on the right, show, right, right, and right. then. We'll, we'll contact you after that. And, and we'll also you need to uh, check, check out uh, shadowboxes by james.com on, you know, his website and he's on, he's on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. Right. Definitely Instagram. I'm not sure about Twitter. Um, right. he, you know, you he, get, he started show him some love, on. right. Yeah. Show yeah, him some yeah, love get, and likes and checking things out there too. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and then, uh, and Ariani, don't don't get any ideas in your head. You're part of the show. Oh, you yeah. can't. Yeah, you can't you're win. invalid. You can't win. You, yeah. Three <laughs> point <laughs> Ineligible. Don't call her invalid. Oh my gosh, you're gonna pay for that. You are so. Your entry is invalid. Your I am going to validate. I validate you. Oh gosh, I'm glad that wasn't me. All right. Um, but yeah, shadowboxes by james.com. It is so cool. Go check that out. All right, T. So we're we're gonna be doing two things right now. We're gonna be talking about Oat Studio, volume one which I know a lot of people probably did not hear of, but once we start talking about it, you're going to be like, oh, I think I kind of know right, that right. guy. And then we're going to do a little bit on, on something, a little bit out of our wheelhouse. Um, it has spaceships in it. It's in our wheelhouse, right? All right. That, that <laughs> right. works. That works. Special effects and spaceships. I'll, I'll roll I, I think we can, sometimes we can stretch out of our wheelhouse. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, I think I, I, I think, think so World War II movies with special effects submarines that could be in our wheelhouse too. You know what I mean? But sure thing, sure thing. But uh, all right, let, let's start with O Studio. So T, O Studio. Um, your brother recommended this to us. Yes, my brother did. My brother did. Right, your right. Brother, your brother told us we need to check it out. That it's perfect for the podcast. And uh, I remember looking it up, and I'm like, oh, Neil Blomkamp. Right. I, I, I'm a fan of Neil Blomkamp. You know, if anybody who doesn't doesn't know Neil Blomkamp, he did uh, District Nine. If you've never seen District Nine, stop listening now and go watch District Nine. District right. Nine District, is awesome. Science fiction, uh, two thousand and nine. Um, it's 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 uh, and it's been a while since I've watched it, but it, it's about like an alien landing on planet Earth, and then what they did with the aliens is they. Uh, threw them in the ghetto and then all of a sudden like in ghettos and things like that so that they became like like really like refugees so it's a it's it's this uh a movie that's like a metaphor for you know refugees and- yeah it, it's basically like the opposite of every single alien invasion movie you ever right, see right, right you know aliens come they take over the planet you're at war whatever this is not that movie at all but you know what you know what though Back in like the 90s, it was like late 80s or like early 90s, there was a television show, Alien Nation, where there was a cop show, right? But one of the cops was an alien 
and they were you know treated terribly by our culture on earth it was it was really weird i i mean i can't it's been so long i can't remember it but there's some of the similar like tropes of that but district 9 neil blomkamp was a spectacular movie it was awesome yeah it, it's really great i think it's one of the best sci-fi movies of our of our generation really you know t um it just it's it's great. It, it it really it really is. Definitely go check it out. We're not gonna we're not gonna spoil right. it because there are spoilers right, in that right, movie. Right. You know, there's some really really good stuff in there. But District Nine, if you've never seen it, go check it out 100. percent And and one of the things with um, District Nine, one of the things with District Nine as well, without any kind of spoilers, is that the budget for it was ridiculously low. Right? He did this this full right. full sci-fi spaceship everything. You know laser fights and chases and everything. And it was the money it made compared to how much it was, uh, uh, it cost to make was really spectacular. I mean, it was a real, uh, I, I'm sure, I don't think it made it to a hundred million dollars to make. I think it was something, you know, uh, a much more humble budget than that. All right, T, so $30 million was the budget. It made 37 million opening weekend and uh, 115 million uh across the u.s so you could say it made some money yeah that's that's so, so and you know what looking at his imdb as well another one that i really liked was elysium i thought that i thought you know what elysium, elysium was really good yeah so that one has um what's his name uh matt damon in it, matt damon right so that's probably matt that's damon. probably like his biggest star of a movie near yeah matt damon jody foster they're both in it I remember seeing it and i just thought it was okay you know it wasn't anything groundbreaking i, I thought it was all right uh, District Nine was a lot better. It's been a while since I've seen it, but what I really liked, what I really yeah. liked in Elysium was there was that moment where you know he's just you know having trouble and he goes to his therapist or whatever it was, and it's just like this rundown uh, like plastic person with a speaker in its mouth, and he's is able to prescribe him medication for his anxiety or whatever he depression or whatever he was feeling, and it would that was like one of the like the best dystopian scenes I've ever seen about how dehumanizing, right? It, you know, I, I gotta be honest. With you. I mean, the movie came out in 2013. So we're talking about seven years ago. Yeah. I, I remember seeing it and I'm like, it's okay. And I never saw it a, more than once. Uh, whereas district nine, I saw it quite a few times. I actually bought district nine when it came out nice. and, uh, you know, own that one on, on, on Blu-ray and stuff. But yeah, at least I thought it was just, just okay. Yeah. Um, not too crazy about it but then after that he came out with chappy and chappy's about a robot who uh learns and like an ai that yeah you know, yeah so yeah an ai and i actually enjoyed chappy more than elysium i know you didn't really i I, chappy, I couldn't right? i mean i i don't remember i know i started watching chappy and then i then i i kind of like fell asleep and i was like up bored or i you know i walked away from the screen and i didn't it wasn't it was it didn't it didn't uh, pique my interest as it were yeah i mean i i can see that i mean it, it's chappie's not a movie for everybody I, I i definitely totally get that you know but but one thing neil, neil blomkamp does is he uses a lot of the same actors like all three of his movies charlotte Car uh copley's in it right and also uh hugh jackman is in chappie that's one of the bigger act actors uh sigourney weaver is also in chappie um and then she's also in oat studio before we get right into oat studio I'm looking at 
you know, I'm looking at his IMDb filmography and we're looking here and then right after Chappie, and that's 2015, 2015, that's five years ago, there is no feature length film coming out after Chappie by him. No, nope. Let's look up the stats on Chappie, Chappie budget. And... So see, before we get into Chappie, one other thing that Neil Blomkamp did, he made a movie called Halo Landfall and this is before uh, District 9. So I'm thinking he was tapped to kind of do a Halo movie. And if anybody's familiar with the video game, definitely go check it out. It's on YouTube. It's free. It's only a six-minute uh, movie. I think what he was doing is showing what a Halo movie could be. And for whatever reason, he couldn't get it greenlit, I, I think. So he ended up making District 9 instead. And all of his movies have a distinct visual style, very um, futuristic and was dystopian, right? That that kind of look to it where everything's kind of worn down and... Uh, just f- futuristic feel to it but yeah de- definitely go check that out and you hold on you'll that, that halo ha- the halo landfall thing was it like kids at a at a at a at a like um in training or something like that no no halo landfall it it's a live action uh movie where it looks just like the video game uh halo where there's um cadets riding around fighting aliens and just it's just uh, okay, stuff blowing okay, up right. basically is, is essentially what it is for six minutes but he's showing you what main action could look like in right, a Halo right, universe yeah because i i think originally they they wanted um guillermo del toro to do it and he didn't if i if i'm remembering this correctly i mean this is obviously a while ago um and then they they went to neil blancamp and or i don't know if they went to him but maybe he put this together kind of it's it's like the deadpool yeah, yeah. thing with ryan reynolds where you know, this is what we want to do, and nobody's really greenlighting it, so you leak it yourself and right, see right. what happens. And it just never went anywhere. Right. You know what I mean? But it's re- it's really cool. It's really well done. And I, I think from that is how we ended up doing District 9, because if you look at the visuals, they're very similar. And then even with Oak Studio, um, if you check that out, there is a lot of similarities in the, in the look and feel of everything. So that's a lot about... Neil Blomkamp, but we're going to talk about specifically we're here to talk about Oat Studio. And what's that streaming on again? Yeah, so so it's available right now on Amazon Prime. Right, right. Um, if you look it up, you can't really find uh, any IMDb on it. But essentially, what Oat Studio is, is a bunch of short stories that are pieced together to make a, what's he, like an hour and 45 minute movie? Right, you even right. want to call it that. I mean, I, I don't even know if I would really call it that. But they're just—it's just a collection of short together. films. Yeah, that 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 really, uh, you know, other than a certain kind of nihilistic weirdo zeitgeist to the whole thing, it doesn't really have any connectivity. No, to each other. None, none of the stories have any. And and watching it, it felt like to me, is that these were pitches for films that never got made. That's what it felt like to me. Right. It was I like ideas that Neil Blomkamp. So my impression is that Chappie was like, you know, Chappie, Chappie, you know, didn't make uh, a, like, you know, that great of, uh, you know. It, it wasn't the box office return that District 9 was. Right, right, right. And um, and so I don't know, you know, whether it's, you know, it's intentional. It's either he, does, he just doesn't want, you know, he was not ready to make a new film that happens, right? He needs a break. 
or that maybe he's fine. He's, it's tough for him to find um, funding for another another film. But this seems like it's just spaghetti at a wall kind of. He's throwing ideas out there and see what uh, what really sticks. Now, just right off the bat, Oak Studio is not for children. Right, is 100%, absolutely, 100%, definitely not. Hundred percent. Do not sit down with your kid and watch this. I mean, there was a lot of kind of. There's a lot of body horror, violence, and, and... extreme violence. I mean, and it leads with the extreme violence. Uh, so, like, uh, it's what's that thing? You know, you know when they when they when they're training people about like uh, like explosives and uh, explosives and everything like that about how it is really. In you know, you watch a Tom Cruise movie and there's an explosion and you see kind of Tom Cruise rides the explosion like it was like, uh, you know, uh, uh, he's surfing or something. A surfboard. Like that. But what really happened, what really happens with a high powered concussive blast it, in bombs like that, uh, you get it's called pink haze or something like that because a person's body just gets completely disintegrated and they kind of show that. Right. Um, right. And in every single like short film that goes through this whole thing, there is at least something completely and utterly gross. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I can't I can't think of one that's not completely completely gross. And and you know what? I have a stomach for you know I'm not a big horror fan. I you know I'm not gonna I'm I, I just refuse to watch what what was it the Human Centipede or whatever it was. Um, oh yeah, I never seen because I mean I'm not I have no interest I have no interest right you know what I mean right. I want I want films to tap into my sense of wonder right I don't want like uh, I don't want like uh, but but you know but uh, you know I really gave this a chance but it's it, there's there's a very high level of violence but the special effects are really good I really liked yeah. the uh, the aliens in in the in the first in the first um the first short yeah. story so, uh, so here here hold on so hold on one second t so right if you're watching is i i think there's three main mini films within the main film and then everything else is kind of almost like an infomercial so it starts off with and, and right, each right. one has a name right so right. the main one that, that t's talking about stars sigourney weaver and it's called Braca. I, I think Rock, I'm saying R-A-K-K-A. R-A-K-K-A. Yeah. Um, and then there's a second one called Firebase, which we'll talk about. And then a third one right. um, with Dakota Fanning called uh, Zygote. Zygote, right, which right, is, right. It's, yeah, it's two people like trapped in, a, I, I guess, an underground bunker or whatever it's meant to be. But like um, a mining facility or something. Yeah. We don't even really know where they are. Like, well, we get to, we'll get to that one. Yeah. We'll cover but, those. But to that. me. This is where the the film, quote unquote, is the strongest. I thought all three of these stories were really well done. Uh huh. Um, but then you know you get you get some really weird stuff in in the middle. I mean, we're we're gonna go into full spoilers here. So if you want to check this out, check it out. Um, if you don't want to check it out, you can actually listen. I I, I think and and you'll you'll be okay. Even if you want to kind of a heads up of like what's gonna happen. Spoiler alert! You have been warned. Unless you're you're Mike D'Antonio, I'm gonna use your full name here, Mike and and Sean, who <laughs> who I I recommended this to, um, before I had seen it. I'm like, oh, we're gonna cover this for the podcast. This sounds like something you guys would like, and they both saw it. Hey guys, my name is Mike D. Long time, first time here. Thank you for letting me share some thoughts on your awesome show. Not all podcasts wear capes. 
I love hearing great thoughts and insights about various shows, movies, comics, stories, all great stuff. This is why I was super excited to watch Oats Studio Volume 1 when it was recommended. My buddy Sean and I were in the same boat. Uh, we didn't realize this boat was in worse shape than the Titanic. And I'm talking currently. We both liked District 9, so we had our hopes up for Oats Studio Volume 1. Um, after watching it, those hopes were set ablaze, as we were wishing our eyes would also be on fire so we'd never have to accidentally see this movie again. The best way to describe the film, it's like watching a bunch of different movies that you'd start at, let's say, minute 37 and watch until minute 44 with a scattering of old infomercials in between. It's a great movie for a hummingbird on crystal meth where you get 97 minutes of non-sequiturs, one after another, each one sucking more than the one before it. I mean, come on, that sounds like a Best Picture of the Year award winner, no? This being said, we are looking forward to Oat Studio Volume 2 if they're making it, because it cannot be worse than Oat Studio Volume 1. So, on behalf of the Horsemen, we give this movie four fingers down, which is equivalent to Siskel and Ebert giving it one finger up. That being said, you guys, keep up the great work that you're doing. We love the entertainment. I look forward to listening to your awesome podcasts and being able to share my thoughts on here as well. Thanks again. And they hated it. And they're still making fun of me over like a month and a half later for, for even recommending it to them. Um, it's you know a what? hard watch. It's, it, it's, it's a difficult watch. Yeah. I, you know, because you know what, it though, doesn't I, let up. I enjoyed you know? it, though. I, I, no, I did. I did. I did. I, I, but it's not for everybody. No, de definitely not. Definitely not. But I mean, I like things that are a little more creative, a little more weird. Right. If you're It took a lot of chances. It took a lot of chances. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And if you're looking for stories that have an ending, you're going to be very disappointed because right, everything right, right. just kind of ends when it ends. Um, if you had five bucks and, and your five bucks ran out, that's it. You're getting no more. Right, right, right. You know, you, you weren't allowed to finish your, your story kind of thing. Um, right. And then what were the, what's the name of the ones that were all uh, CGI that they were testing the weapons? Which ones were those? Um, I don't, did, did those have an actual name or... They just said like weapons test. I I, I think um you know I kind of yeah yeah don't remember yeah but those those, those were, were messed up. They were interesting. So there's some CGI straight like cartoon stuff, um where they're just testing out different weapons for like the army basically is what they're doing. Oh yeah yeah and uh, yeah it looks like a cutscene from a video game. Yeah it really right does, right that, right that's and, that's and, the perfect description. And, and what they do and there's two of them right and they just kind of pull out a prisoner right and they're going like telling the prisoner that if they, you know, because they're participating in this test, you know, they'll be set free afterwards or something like that. Right. And they just come up with these crazy, crazy weaponry to kill them with. Yep. And the way that the, the, the technicians that develop these weapons, the designers of the weapons, how they're gleefully celebrate. It's just, it was like, I mean, it's this, this is, this is disturbing. Every single one is disturbing. Like those cooking with bill ones. Oh, th those were right? disgusting. Yeah. That the, the cooking with bill ones were the ones that were most like David. Lee. You know, it was like this just weirdness for weirdness sake. And like 
there it's like a cooking show not even it wasn't even a cooking show it was like sales like an infomercial yeah right? like an 80s infomercial or early 90s right where they're yeah. selling like uh, uh labor saving devices for the kitchen they go, no you could just put everything in here and it's going to make your own sushi and then they do the thing and then it gets weirder and weirder as like the, and the, these are only a few minutes long and then the sushi comes out and then there's hair in it and then he sees uh-huh. that and then he's like oh and then he's struggling to eat it but he knows he, like he has to eat it for some reason it's, <laughs> it's just, it's they're, just, they're comical but they're so disgusting and gross and to yeah. be honest with you there's one so t just described one with a, with a sushi like basically that's exactly what happens but then they did another one with a smoothie and the smoothie comes out and he starts drinking it and you're like okay this is normal what's gonna happen here and then all of a sudden he pulls out like a clump of hair from his mouth tea i i almost vomited <laughs> like and hair is one thing that just grosses me out when i'm eating it and it just makes me like just disgusted that one was was a tough watch that was harder to watch yeah. than the aliens like blowing people up into, into smithereens you yeah, know i know that right but yeah, th- those were pretty gross. Yeah, those are good. If you're a David Lynch fan, you could uh, you could watch this. A David Lynch fan, yeah. I think. Um, uh, but again, this is like you know uh, extreme violence in all the other ones. This is like the least the least violent one were the cooking show ones. But it was that kind of subconscious dread of putting things in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like <laughs> holy fuck. Yeah, no, it, it was. It, it, it's like you don't know what to expect next. And, and then there was the one, and it's like this twisted and disturbing, like the one where it's called God Serengeti. And so, like, I guess it's like this old bearded man, God type. Did, character. Do you know who God was? Who? Do you know who God was in those scenes? No. Charlotte Copley. Oh, the guy from the lead from District. Yeah. Yep. So, so yep. he's there, like, and like God's reading a book. And then there's this, like, looks like a gaming table, right? And yeah, it's like, like something old, that we play. I, I, every time I saw it, it's like the, the thing you see, like a like a model train set on. That that's what it totally reminded me of. Or one of those things where they, you know, in Napoleonic era when they're planning battles, kind of thing that's in front of right. them. And then there's right. a there's a there's a, a butler. And then the 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 funny thing is somebody on the internet. You know, I don't know. I'm not gonna look it up. Or somebody on the internet said, "I bet that the butler was Satan." Right. And and what happened is that God is just messing with the and, and on on the table, there's like little miniature alive elephants and little miniature alive people. And they're it, like, in like what, the story of evolution. Right. Yeah. It's like, right. It's like it's like, but they, 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 yeah, they're, they're, but it's it's probably something like 30,000, 40,000 years ago. Right. Because these are these right. are already like they're 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 developing fire. Right. So so it is human beings, but early, early human beings. Right. Right. And 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 they're just messing with them. And they're and like so one develops fire and then they're celebrating and then he has the butler blow it out. And then it goes, oh, can, the, the, can turn off the drought. So he just like the, the butler, you know, starts like spraying with like a little spray bottle water on it. And then everything starts to grow. And they had done this rain dance and then they're off happy and then like uh uh the old guy's like oh yeah uh unleash the uh the plague he takes his other thing spray thing out of a box that looks like sinister and he sprays it on there and they all drop dead yeah and it's like <laughs> and it's i mean it, it's it's 
it's you know, twisted it's, it's out crazy. there yeah yeah it's just it but is, it's, but you know what it but that one do I, not I, I, I mean i like i re again i really like this but it's just it's it's like it's bonkers yeah i mean i i really liked it too and i and i enjoyed it but it's hard to recommend to people right now that i that i saw like you know i i could tell people check it out you you might like it you might not like it you might like some of it you might not like any of it but you know what? Go in with an open mind and just know that don't expect any kind of resolution. And it's not a full movie. There's just like stuff here to check out. Right. So you know? I guess and there's a let's talk funny about thing the... is you can actually watch this online. Right. Right. Because they're all available on YouTube. Right. Yeah. They're all available. I think you can get them all on YouTube, like in parts, not as one whole collection. And I think that almost benefits it. Um, so there's this like Venn diagram of people who would like this. Right. So. People who like David Lynch, people who like like body horror, that kind of. Uh, well, I never saw them, but it was like Saw, where people have to like cut into themselves or something like that. Fans you know of what, that. Though, it's diff. It's different than that. So I I only saw right. the first three Saw movies. It's they're different than that, but is the kind of violence the same though? Mm -hmm. I mean, with certain parts because there's Not no sci-fi. Really. Like, yeah, I mean, so you're put in like real life situations where you have to kind of get yourself out of them. But the tolerance one would have to have to, to a tolerance to violence that one would have to have for Saw you need for this. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah, I I would agree with that. Like and, and, and there's sci-fi. It's 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 primarily sci science fiction. The main three yes. stories, right? So yeah. the main three stories, yeah. So so the first one, Raka, I I think is, is outstanding. So it's on the same level of District Nine, a little more violent, right? But it's the same. Or the style, opposite, it goes movie. back to terrible alien invaders, and humanity's right. about done, and the people who are leading right. the resistance to these aliens in a in a destroyed universe with these kind of things, and they're terraforming the planet and putting out methane into the environment so that they could breathe, and that the aliens look really good um the, the effects are great i mean right. that that goes without saying i think throughout the whole thing the effects are really really well right, done right. um and definitely money being yeah, those aliens are good i just don't like that crawling around like morphing technology anymore it's just been done too much like slimy things crawling and forming into things i think that's lazy that's kind of like lazy uh, uh but anyway I'm, i won't i won't cut into it about that yeah, but, but, but the aliens see, are really don't cool forget, even even though this is newer um, most of this stuff is from like 2017. So it's three years ago that they just finally like put together in a, in a collection. So anything that you've seen in the last three years and how, and, you, know, you got to give it yeah. a little bit of leeway and how it's different from district nine is these aliens are right. bad. They, every right. alien on the planet needs to be, you know, killed quickly and, and you're thrown off the, the, the planet, which is, is in the end, uh, you know, uh, compelling in terms of, you know, uh, survival and and all this other stuff but you know it doesn't have that kind of heart that nick district nine has that kind of in, right. you know essential like thing about humanity other than this kind of crazy it's such a it's like you're th you're thrust into this crazy unwinnable situation and you see how terrible it is and then you're out then it ends right and right. that that was that was right basically that, that that's it i mean to me it seems like yeah, I mean, this is it's like a 20 minute um, start to the actual movie. And I'm like, this is awesome. If this is what the movie's going to be, this is great. I have no idea what my buddies were talking about. This is outstanding. 
Um, and then, yeah. But then they rush. But see, ends. here's the thing. The storytelling right off the bat, I had an issue with the storytelling because I didn't know Oat Studio was a collection of shorts, right? I, I don't, if I did, I don't remember if I knew what the, what the format was. And then I was like, wow, they're rushing through this story and there's way too much narration explained. You don't need to like have a voiceover explaining to me what's happened. I'm an idiot. Right. And then I, I yeah. realized they're just, it's, it's as if Neil Blomkamp needed to create something to present to a studio and say, this is the movie I'll give you. Right. It's almost like a, like, like what he did with the halo thing. He's presenting this to a studio. So, so listen, I got Sigourney. We let's make this, you know? Right. And see, I, I wonder if maybe I'm at a different perspective because you saw it before I did. And you kind of like, were basically like, dude, it's messed up. It's so messed up and blah, blah, yeah. blah, and all this kind of stuff. And then I recommend it to my buddies and they saw it and they're like, if you like stuff with an ending, this is terrible, <laughs> you know? So, so I think I was well prepared before I went into it. Um, just kind of expecting every skit to just end at any moment. And that, that's kind of why I think I really enjoyed like the main three pieces, but, um, and then there was the yeah, one rock with, I, I thought was good. What's yeah. the one with the river God? Yeah, Which so one? Firebase. So this one I thought was really good too. So it's yeah, Vietnam my brother War. liked that one. Right. Yeah. And, um, uh, how did that one end travel. again? I don't remember. It ended with, um, was it the guy possessed with the the spirit going to take out the enemy or he put on some suit of armor that stops him yeah. uh like getting reality warped right right yeah right because that had the the crazy like time travel um you're here or actually i don't even know if it's time travel it's just kind of teleportation thing where you're here it... and then you're gone and then you're you're back and it's like did that other stuff really happen and they're, they're telling you no but right. it actually really did happen i i, I think Right. And, and right. yeah, and it was again, like spaghetti at all filmmaking, right? Let's just throw all these ideas in here and stick. But there yeah. were some really cool visuals there oh, yeah, the, during the, the Vietnam the War. Monster and the, the, the guys being taken over. Um, yeah. So this one's called Firebase. If anybody uh, wants to check this one out. And then the third one, which I think. Hey, wait, be, before we go on a fire, uh, before we move on T. So like, if anyone wants to know what you're getting yourself into, right? Go on IMDb. Look up Neil Blomkamp, right? And look up Firebase. And you'll see the visuals that they show for the this movie. Um, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. And you'll be like, if you can handle that, I think you'll you'll enjoy this. But uh under the trivia T, they said that um uh, people tried to crowdfund this movie, um, but they couldn't raise enough money for it. Really? To to do a full length feature. Yeah. I think also I think also that was more compelling. Than the other ones, it's because it was set in the 1960s, and that the you know set in Vietnam, set in the 60s, kind of thing that it it, it gave it a, a, a um, you know a more a, a more compelling setting, so it, it kind of grounded it because the first one, Raqqa, you know, was what, just you know what it burnt out building. It was just burnt out buildings, and then the last one, it's just they're in some bunker, so they're just running around hallway, right? Yeah, but you know th this one, it reminded me of like Predator slash like yeah. Apocalypse Now. Right, 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 right. Th th that's that was the vibe I I got from it, and I I think that's a pretty pretty good um comparison. Yeah, no doubt. And then the third one has yeah. the third one has uh, Dakota Fanning. So Zygo is what right, it's right, called. Right. Yeah, and it's uh, the, uh, another actor, uh, Jose Pablo Cantillo or Cantillo. Sorry. Yeah, 
He's uh, the, the two of them are. Um, let me see what else he was in. Uh, he was in SWAT, the TV show. He did a lot, a lot of TV work. Actually, he was in Chappie. Okay. He he was on The Walking Dead for a while there. Um, maybe that's where I recognized him from. Yeah. Oh, he's in Sons Sons of Anarchy. So he he's been doing stuff on yeah, TV yeah, yeah. for for sure. But yeah, this one I I thought was pretty good too. And the question was whether Dakota Fanning was a robot or not, right? And they just right because it was supposed to they were only supposed to use robot labor, but I guess they couldn't get AI and robots because they're too expensive. So people are cheaper. So they just raised people to think that they were robots and work, right? Is that what they did? Right. Yeah, I I think so. And then all of a sudden you had this monster. This monster was a cool monster. He he was cool looking for sure. Yeah, the hands and the arms. It was very trippy very uh it's just a bunch of body parts strung strung together like you could see it was just swallowing bodies and whatever stuck was part of the monster it's like that part in dr strange where he's like i guess he's looking at his hands and his hands grew hands right that happened dr right (laughs) right right kind of like that right so yeah but But, um, uh, essentially it's it's very much like alien um if if you ever seen the first alien uh sigourney weaver just kind of running around a spaceship these are two people stuck in I, I guess it's like a some kind of facility right and um, i my understanding i i have to go back and think about they were off world right was it like some kind of mining colony yeah i think they make mention of that but it's never really like it doesn't matter are they on a mo- are, yeah are they on a moon are they right, on a planet are they on earth asteroid, in, in the future yeah or, right who knows right 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 yeah, but it, in in the text of the story, in the context of the story, I don't think it even matters really. But Dakota Fanning was good, you know. She she hit all those marks with like fighting back against a, a crazy monster in a in in you know sci fi facility, right? You know, yeah. so right. It was pretty good. It was uh, the 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 monster was cool. You know. Yeah, so. I, I think so too. And yeah, yeah. I I would say check it out. Yes, check it, check it out for, right. for sure. And, and that's that's pretty much. Did we forget any of the the? No, I think that's I think pretty much it. Main ones. You know, if there's yeah, something we missed, it's you know, the, the, there's a little nugget of surprise there. I mean, yeah. Again, I, I recommend this with an asterisk, really. You know, because that's a good description, yeah. right? Uh, because you have to be one into really into sci-fi, two have a high tolerance for extreme violence and other disgusting stuff. And, um, and, uh, oh yeah, it's, it's recommended with an asterisk and underneath it says violent and disgusting. Right. (laughs) And and I think if you know what you're getting into from the beginning and you can set your expectations, you can have fun with this for sure. Yeah. All right, T, so now that we got Oat Studio out of the way, we're totally going into something uh, on the opposite end of the spectrum. We're going to do uh, Space Force on Netflix, which uh, is a new comedy that came out right around Memorial Day weekend and, uh, you know, stars Steve Carell and, and a bunch of other people in, in this cast, which I think is awesome. So we're going to set a 15-minute timer, and I'm going to start it in three, two, one. Go ahead. All right, I hit my timer, too. Okay, Steve Carell. I mean, one, okay. So it's a comedy, right? And it is trying to be very timely because it's the quote-unquote space force, right, that uh, the current administration 
Just trying to launch. Yeah, I'm trying not to, you know, curse. Yeah. Um, the current administration wants to make it because they want to put weapons in space, of course, because you know, but you know, more weapons everywhere, right? Um, so, um, uh, and instead of NASA, right? And it would be a part of like whatever. And to take and I guess to lampoon um, the uh, this idea. They they put together this that's it's on Netflix right it's on right it's on Netflix right. it streams on Netflix I get my I get all my streaming services mixed that's right. what I'm here for to correct yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. worry about it um, just go um, what I say right so so Steve okay let's talk about the good first right all right the so cast. Space Force Space Force is created by Steve Carell and Greg Daniels right so both of these guys did The Office which I think is one of the best comedies ever. Um, so I was kind of expecting that kind of it show. It arguably is, yeah. Right. And then it's not really that kind of show. And it's pretty evident early on that, that that's not what you're getting here. Um, that doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. I I, I actually dug it. Um, you know, it's you brought up a good point where you're like, it needs more jokes. Okay, let's, let's, not get, as, let's, 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 let's start with what we like. Let's start with what right. we like. Let's start with the good. The cast. The, ca- Number the cast one. is great. The cast Steve is Carell awesome. is Steve Carell. You know, I love, I have, I have enjoyed him in everything he's done. I mean, he, you know, the masterpiece, of course, was The Office. But, you know, I, I really enjoyed him in uh, Little Miss Sunshine as uh, he was an author and a professor in Little Miss Sunshine. Um, Foxcatcher, like, if anybody, did you ever see Foxcatcher? No, I haven't seen Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher is insane. Yeah, de- definitely check out Foxcatcher on um, a side note. Um, two, but the two uh, the two people in this show that absolutely is John Malkovich is amazing. Hundred percent. Every 100%. time the camera is on John Malk, this is a good show, right? Uh, and and you know we we you know John Malkovich has such great comedic timing. All every single line delivery is interesting. It's one of those people that you know, and this is a cliche, but one of those people that you could sit and listen to this dude reading the phone book. You know, it's right. John Malkovich reading yeah, the like, phone book, like Morgan Freeman, Samuel Jackson, right, right, like right, 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 anybody like that. Whatever they do, you're gonna check it out for sure. Right. So John Malkovich, amazing, 100% thumbs up, everything, A plus 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 plus. And then my 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 new favorite. Uh, Ben like Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Uh, uh, John Ralphio. John Ralphio himself. Ben Schwartz. Is, oh my gosh. He's also so great in this. And there's that one scene when they're in the room and then and then the people come in uh, protesting. Um, uh, the people come in protesting dressed as uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's the show? Like Mormons? No, no, no. It was, it's right. the, it's uh, pause for lookup. Oh no, we can't pause. This is no, no, no. I know. So it's what's the show? It's um, the third episode. What's the show where where uh, it's a science fiction? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm forgetting this. We have to pause. We have to pause. I'm sorry. Hit pause. Hit pause. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. The him him is tail. Him is tail. Oh shit! There we go. Him is tail. Right. All right. So, all right. Where are we? Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, the, the, the people come in protesting in handmade stuff because that, that's actually happening in Washington D.C. a lot. 
you know, uh, uh, women's rights and things. They come in dressed as Handmaid's Tale, and then they they're like, you you got the wrong you got the wrong uh, yeah, that that you got the wrong hearing right? tomorrow. That that yeah, though you have the wrong hearing. Right. And then this shot goes to Steve Carell going back and talking to the panel, and what you have is Ben Schwartz is out of focus, but you see him. So he's not the focus of the shot, but he steals the shot from Steve Carell, Steve Carell, big Hollywood, you know, he's like, he's, and Ben Schwartz is like doing a selfie just to get the, the women who are dressed like Handmaid's Tale. I started laughing and it's like- Yeah, no, he's rough. he's great. Oh, he had great comedic timing as John Ralphio. If anyone, House now, Lies is another great show that a he's little bit in. Of Chris, he is doing John yeah. Ralphio. In this this is the bit it's like you're like john he's not there's there's very little oh yeah right there's very little like a series version of john ralphio john ralphio what what is he called in it anyway we won't go it's a, it, it, they use the f word the f bomb to describe him and that's it all of a sudden becomes the character's name uh and uh well his name oh, is tony Sc- scarabaducci tony yeah f uh, you're talking about ben schwartz's character f tony yeah so that's his name f- yeah f, t- f tony right. yeah yeah um uh <laughs> and he yeah. is great. And I give respect to Steve Carell to allow, I mean, you know, Steve Carell doesn't allow John Malcolm to do it, but to, for him not to be that character that, you know, he doesn't have to, to get all the funniest lines, right? He's playing, essentially, he's playing straight guy. Right. I think this is the essential problem with the show. Now, I enjoy it, but like, you know, if it wasn't for this show, I'd have probably walked away. And I think, and I think, as you brought up, because we were talking about it before, this is a half-hour sitcom that runs into 35 minutes. But when you have a half-hour sitcom on network TV, that's only like 20, 24 minutes and change because you need time for commercials. Yeah. No, it's, it's like 22 right, right, right. minutes for so when you figure what in you have here, no commercials, 35 minutes. A one-hour drama on television with commercials is 47 minutes, right? So the problem here is it's not wacky enough. It's too long, and there aren't enough jokes. They need to go into that 30 Rock office, uh, uh, Parks and Rec kind of pacing. They need to shorten these episodes by minute, and they need to double the jokes. Yeah, I I agree with that. It's like, yeah. Did, did you ever see uh Kimmy Schmidt? Like Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix. Yeah, like like yeah. that's a that's yeah. a because that's probably know, their best comedy all, that like, Netflix has. Their original comedy, I think. What's what's his name? What's Kim Schmidt's roommate's uh, name? Oh, uh, Titus. Titus Titus Andromeda. Titus Andromeda. No, <laughs> no. Uh, I love I love I love that. That show. show's great. Uh, Oh, that's sure great. great. But see, it's like boom, boom, joke, 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 joke. And you know what the beauty of that kind of speed of jokes is? If a joke doesn't work, it's all right. There's another one. You know what I mean? You don't have to. You don't have to right. sit there and and you know and wait for for those jokes. And it's just, it's just. I wish because I know like oh, we need to do something different. But I wish, and you know, I wish they did this in a documentary like Parks like and Rec at, yeah. at the office, and and people have to muffer the camera, and they just sped the whole thing up because sometimes this really, really drags. Like, and I like a lot of the characters. There's the um, the helicopter pilot. I don't know the I forget the character's name, and she she's her job is you know she she's she's you know 
find still Steve Carell around. And then there's John Malkovich's right-hand man that, you know, the, the you know, they, they need, you know, they need to fit in diversity, right? Because it's a very white shrub, right? Um, uh, but uh, these two characters, and they're good, and I'm, I, I'm interested in where the relationship is going. But, like, it's like I was looking at the editing, and he's there in the cafeteria, and he's eating, and just the editing was that it took too long on this one shot. I don't care that two sec two seconds is a long time in a in a show like that. You two seconds before the conversation starts, you jump into the conversations. You know what I mean? What is it? This does come in halfway through the story, right? Right, and 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 it's just it drags it drags yeah. and there's not Spe- enough jokes. speed it up shorten the time and and like you said add more jokes i i think that would definitely help this show out for sure um because the talent is there obviously the budget is there so i know we didn't really get into spoilers but when the monkeys they, they basically take eight hours to to teach him to to use a, a screw gun and he goes out on hmm. the spaceship and he turns the thing on and gets blasted into space I think that made me laugh the hardest the whole show. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it was, it was, it was. You, you know that that yeah. was that was was really well done. But it's like, like okay, that episode they're leaning into the ridiculousness, right? You're like, okay, there's no way you're gonna be able to train a monkey to do this in six hours. But that's basically the best plan that they come up with, and that's what they end up doing. Right. And then the monkey right. actually does it, but then there's other, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you want, the debauchery that goes on basically. Um, but that's what the show needed, more of that. And here's another problem with the show I have. Um, they want to be timely, and I guess that they want to make jokes about what's happening politically in the U.S. right now, because it's very, it's very strange that this is coming out. And, it, you know, they have the, you know, when, you know, they revealed the, the, the Space Force, quote-unquote Space Force, in, you know, the real world, and so it's a complete, design rip up off of star trek right and they have those same kind of flags and stuff like that and i guess they want to make but it seems as if the jokes they don't cut enough because it seems like they're trying to please everybody like cause a stir so they want they they like they wanted to lean into this but it's not like it's not absurdist enough because this whole thing the idea of the space force is absurd it's not it's not cutting enough and it's and it's not clever either you know it's just you you have some really good actors who are delivering really like kind of boring ass lines but because it's john malkovich and john raffio right that, they're that, they're entertaining right they're getting right. by with that um did you finish it no i i, I have yet to see the last, the how many last two last two the last yeah. two episodes yeah so, so right, yeah. they actually make it to the moon or something yeah so i mean i, I blew through this in, in a week my real beef with it is like um, for whatever reason, every show they they always have to end on a cliffhanger, and like like this show, I don't think they've announced the second season or if it's coming back yet. Um, I don't know. And it, I think it's I think it's too expensive. Yeah, it might it might be a one and done kind of thing, unless they they maybe shorten the epi- the episode count, maybe next season come back, uh, and it's only eight episodes, and maybe they're only like we were saying twenty to twenty five minutes each, and you kind of even you're shortening down to eight, it's really like going down to almost six or seven because you're shortening that much time right if it's 10 minutes an episode that you're cutting down it's 80 minutes really that that you're shaving off um but yeah it it ends on a cliffhanger and it it was okay like i don't know like 
like here's the thing. So did did you see Daybreak on uh, on Netflix? No. Okay. So I really enjoyed Daybreak, and it Is ends on a zombie a, film. Or it's the zombie. Yeah, it's the zombie one, right? Okay. So it's it's the same thing where it's, it's like it's a comedy kind of. It's it's really good. If you want to, if you have time, check out Daybreak, your quarantine show to watch. I, I recommend Daybreak 100. percent But it ends on a really great cliffhanger. The problem is they ended it and then they canceled the show and it's not coming back, right? So I'm kind of wondering if they knew that the show was going to end, would they still have ended it the way that they did? Because it kind of could go in, in a couple different directions. With this one here, it's like if it ends, it's kind of like all right. Uh, oh, there's our timer. And you're talking about Favorite the time. ending. Yeah, I mean, well, that that's perfect timing because you haven't seen it. So right. there there it is for you. You know. Yeah. So I mean, it's it there's there's some laughs to be had, but I mean that this this show needs some serious retooling before they put it out. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, but if you are looking for something great, great to watch, I absolutely love this show starring Ben Schwartz uh and Tom Middleditch. It's called uh Middleditch and Schwartz. It's an all improv show. They have three episodes on Netflix. Highly recommend it. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah. 100%. Really go go watch that for sure. Well, uh, Middlevich, he's the, he's the guy from... Um, yeah, he was in uh, Silicon HBO's, Valley. Yeah, Silicon he, Valley, he was the right? lead. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched the first episode of that, and it's really good because they made it... They, 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 they did this kind of improv comedy that I haven't... It, it, it kind of feeds back into itself, and they're doing all these different characters, and they're sticking to a specific story. And it was really good. The, yeah. the, whole, the first one with the wedding. And, and, and you're, and you're, again, it's one of those things you're ordered to pay attention because these guys are keeping all these kind of building a whole host of characters, playing all these characters right off the bat and then kind of how it all interconnects. It yeah. was, uh, it, it was, re- it was really good. It yeah. Really I think good. all, all three episodes are great. They're all under an hour. There's I only mean, three. There's only three. There's only three for the whole season. Cause that must be exhausting to do that. I'm like, Oh my gosh! You yeah. have to be one on top of your game and on point to be able to do that, and it looked exhausting. Yeah, and and you know you know what I I actually really enjoy about the show. Number one, they know they're ridiculous, and they laugh at each other all the time. They're right, like, right, yeah, right. we we know you're being ridiculous. Yeah, and they, when, when they're, where they're messing up with names and stuff like that. They when say, they lose, now yeah. it's not so much in the first episode, but I, I think it's the third one where they really lose track of who's supposed to be who. Um. I don't want to give away the, like the premise because it's it's brilliant, um, but when they lose track of of who they're supposed to be, it's just, it's just to me that's one of the funniest parts of the, of the whole thing. Yeah, but yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, I would recommend this over Space Force for sure. Yeah, because it's a real talent to be able to. I mean, I didn't let me not take away talent, but like you, you have to practice and really be on top and really kind of uh, immerse yourself to be able to build the skill set to be able to do what they do and in that show it's yeah it's really and good. and if you're a fan of this podcast there's some really good jokes about uh sci-fi and the stuff that we're talking about especially in the first uh, one and and the second one too um that uh, that you'll uh, dig for sure did you see ben schwartz uh, ben schwartz was sonic the hedgehog right yeah he did the voice for sonic yeah did you, did you did you watch that with your voice yeah me, me and my me and my son watched it and, uh, how, you how know what? i enjoyed it i liked it right, i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it yeah it's um it's good enough it's good enough. It, I, I'm not saying it's bad. Um, he's definitely the highlight for sure. Um, Jim Carrey is doing his Jim Carrey thing. Um, yeah. And you know, uh, I, his name's blanking on me right now, but the guy who played Cyclops. Um, 
James Marsden. James Marsden. Yeah, Marsden. Teddy from uh, Westworld. He he's good in it. I mean, he's you know I, I like him as an actor. He he's been he was a uh, like the last few seasons of Thirty Rock as um, Liz Lemon's boyfriend. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yep. Right, right. Yep. But uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he got a, he got a raw deal as Cyclops. It was underdeveloped. Yeah. In that universe. You know, the, the, Hugh Jackman just had to eclipse everybody. Right. 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 They wanted to do Wolverine. But anyway, that's what we that's what we got to do. That's, that's we another X Men episode. We got to do an all X-Men pretty soon. Did we do Dark Phoenix? Uh, we didn't do Dark Phoenix. <laughs> we did? We didn't? No, we didn't. Maybe we should save that for the next uh, episode. Uh, well, well, next episode we're doing... Oh, Doom Patrol, for sure. Yeah, Doom Patrol's next episode. Yeah. Yeah, we should do an all X-Men thing and pull out some old comic run things like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. But next episode... Oh, yeah, so, folks, yeah, we're, we're wrapping this, this episode up. Uh, yeah, Space Force, you know, check it out. You know, it's... it's there's a there's a few giggles in there. Yeah, you know, uh, Steve. I, I think Steve Carell could do better. <laughs> I'm I'm nodding my head. I I I'm nodding in agreement. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Not All Pods. Visit us on our website at notallpodcastwearcapes.com, and send us an email notallpods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Mm-hmm.